Maelstrom Radio. With your hosts, Gladys and Schichter. Welcome, everybody, to Maelstrom Radio's bonus round, uh, the MMO bonus content that you get from us sometimes. That Well, not always MMO talk, but, you know, extra content where we talk sometimes about other things, uh, mostly, uh, you know. MMOs. MMOs, or us. <laughs> so rather, we're talking about ourselves or, or we talk about MMOs. Most of our bonus content has been MMOs focused. It has. It has. Although, uh, I think we did have that one that was Cat Chat, so. We did have Cat Chat. Uh so in in this episode, actually, it's going to be about MMOs, and uh, we're going to talk Surprise. about yeah, we're going to talk about MMOs becoming less multiplayer, uh, or the evolution of MMOs becoming a larger but more uh, becoming larger but more people are doing things uh, less becoming larger but doing less things together. So, uh, which is a thing. It's it's a thing. I, I remember uh, watching a uh, one of the original devs of. Swartor do a talk about Star Wars The Old Republic. Yep, Star Wars The Old Republic. Do you have a uh, discussion about uh, development and why single player, you know, in an MMO is important. Now, we can see that with like Final Fantasy XIV adding, redoing 1.0 and adding a lot of uh, single player friendly uh, options like the, uh, the, the PV, the NPC dungeon group that you can take with you it, that we got in Shadowbringers and Endwalker uh, carried over to now to 1.0, and now they're adding them to Heavensward Dungeons uh, and a few patches. Um, the ability to solo some dungeons for story content in other MMOs is, is prevalent, so like you don't necessarily need the... Uh, multiplayer version of a dungeon a good example is lost ark right like you could go through a lost ark dungeon solo um and and be just fine um and then if you want to do like a harder version you might want to bring a friend maybe but you don't necessarily have to i don't i don't think it was that difficult because i think everything scaled uh just is a little more time consuming yeah that's it so it it's a weird world, right? Like, when when does the massively multiplayer part stop becoming massively multiplayer <laughs> and it just become an online RPG with some online chat function? Uh, and I guess we'll just... I mean, pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it's... I know there's games... I don't want to jump into the games that are trying to build the old school, like, needing of a party. But I guess we should talk talk about like uh, like uh, su- you know super producer Susan had listed <laughs> sent a uh, article about like <laughs> and we we pre preamble before this anything was recorded uh, Quentin and I looked at the <laughs> the whole <laughs> the whole list and we're like well this is every MMO <laughs> out there <laughs> pretty much yeah so, like it's like the like the the the, the articles moot <laughs> so but the I think the point is that looking at the article. Things that are aren't on here, right? Like, if we look at it the other way, like well, what's not on here is EverQuest and EverQuest Two and World of Warcraft. Well, oddly enough, World of Warcraft, but, though, World of Warcraft is very solo friendly. I think the reason that they're not on there is more just due to uh, they're less popular. Opinion, like they're they're not as popular MMOs right now. I don't know why World of Warcraft isn't on there because that is an extremely solo friendly game. Why is Blade and Soul uh, on here then? Blade and Soul is not that popular anymore. That's still running. Yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think too some of it is also like people hear EverQuest and they think, oh, that's that's super hard, hardcore. Like no one plays EverQuest. That's a twenty three year old game now. Yeah. I mean, it's gotten more solo-friendly. And yes, I probably wouldn't put EverQuest 1 on there. EverQuest 2 is extremely solo-friendly. I soloed for years on that, and that was well over a decade ago. Um, but yeah, I, I think this kind of goes to like pretty much all the MMOs or the major MMOs are on that list. Pretty much all the MMOs are solo-friendly these days. 
strange, strange to think, <laughs> strange to think and see that. Um, I don't, I don't think it is though. I, it, the one that strikes me weird on this list, right? Because I, I know that while yes, you can solo aspects of it. Ultimately you will need a party. And this is the, and this one's Albion online. I know for a fact that the game, when you're leveling and you're like, you're going through like your day to day, you like they even say, oh, you can spend just your own, get your own island and spend days fishing, farming, and all that, and tending to the land. I know for a fact if you want to do that stuff, you will absolutely need to join a guild. Like you're you're going <laughs> to need to join a guild because part of that farming, fishing, tending to your land is acquiring uh, crafting items and components and, f- like, f- like, seeds and stuff like that that you can only get through certain aspects of the game that require mold. Like, so, I, I, I guess what we could say is, like, yeah, are there total aspects of each of these MMOs that can be done solo? Absolutely. Are there going to be points where you're going to be required or necessary? Not required, but going to need i mean i I would even say required final fantasy at points will require you to party up at some point to do something a trial right you know know. see and and i think that's where the definition here gets a little bit murky because you can absolutely solo through the entire final fantasy you just queue up as a solo player to run those few pieces of content you need to play in a group with and you will never see those people again after you finish that dungeon. That's true. Or that trial or that whatever you're trying to do. And I think that's a large part of this piece as well. Like, and we talked about this before as well. A large portion of why a lot of these games are moving towards a more solo-friendly options is because that's what a lot of players want. Most of us don't have as much time nowadays as we might have had when we were younger. I do not know how many hours I played in high school and in university all throughout school on all sorts of different games. I spent way too much time playing games back then. But now, like 10, 15 years later, I don't have that time or the interest necessarily to sit down every day and play for hours and hours and hours and grind things or sit and wait and look for other people to do things with. And I think that's a the, the focus there. The original, I think, goal of this is less to make people able to play by themselves as able to be able to do something without having to wait for other people. Yeah. It, it, it's a strange thing, right? Like when we did our little stint in EverQuest, right? We... we yep. We did enjoy ourselves, like we were having fun. Yeah. Uh, but that was mostly a nostalgia piece. It was. There was a nostalgia piece. Yeah. But for someone like Susan, who never played it ever, she was having. There was aspects where she was like, "This is actually kind of fun," and it wasn't the. She had no nostalgia, right? She had never played EverQuest, right? And but it, that I think was the social aspect, which is less about the game itself, too. So my question is, isn't that part of why those games work so well? Was the social aspect like was the, like. Yes. Y- yes. It, it, so, where, where did the change happen then? Like, what? Like, I know games need to. Get, I know. I know World of War. Don't get me when I say this. I know it because World yeah. of Warcraft's biggest thing was that they they wanted to make a game like EverQuest way more accessible, right? Because they were all EverQuest right. players, and they were like, "Hey, this needs to be a little more accessible." They wanted to keep the aspects of like the grouping and the pirating and stuff, but like way more quests, and you're never going to run out of a quest, and like all the, and all. Do. Until you, uh, I mean, old old classic WoW did not run out of quests. New WoW, I can't say. <laughs> old class. I I do think that there's there's two kind of pieces that came into play here. One is that over time things just became things end up having a lot of friction. If you needed to go and run to a specific dungeon and get a specific number of people and try to get together that group, you might spend 10, 20, 30, 40, over an hour trying to just organize to do one dungeon run that might take you 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. And that's a lot of friction to do a dungeon run so people don't do them or they'll stop playing because they can't do anything else. 
yeah. you can't just log on to a game for 30 minutes, let's say, and accomplish something. You have to dedicate a solid few hours in order to get anything done. Uh, and that's just not something that a lot of people are willing to do these days. Um, part of that is also just like when you remove the friction from doing things, like for example, adding a, a looking for group tool or um, uh, like a dungeon finder tool where it'll just automatically group you with other people also looking for a group. They make it a lot easier for you to just jump into the content. You don't have to spend all this time waiting. But that also happens to make it easier to just jump into the content and pay less attention to all of those social aspects. So I don't think it was an active piece of like, we're trying to make this more solo friendly. It's we're trying to make this more accessible to people. And that just inherently made it less social. And then on top of that, like that I think was the original like introduction into all of that. But then seeing that there was a huge revenue stream from people playing by themselves. I think that also encouraged companies to move towards more solo-based mechanics, allowing you to um, have NPC party members, allowing you to solo dungeons, allowing you to do all these things by yourself, because it meant more people would come and pay, play, and therefore more people would come and pay. So I think originally it was a very, like, let's make this very accessible, and unfortunately that has the downside of uh, making things less social, and then it kind of converted to, okay, also this is a really good revenue stream for us. And honestly, the people who are very, very adamant, uh, who really want those like forced social interactions, who want grouping and MMOs, the diehard fans of things like Pantheon and Old EverQuest 1 and Project 99 and all of those, ultimately they're in a very, very small minority mm-hmm. that tends to hop between a bunch of games never happy with any of them. And as soon as they don't like something, they will go and try to find something else. And I, I almost guarantee you this will happen with Pantheon. They're really hyped for it because Pantheon's hitting all of their buzzwords. They'll go, they'll play it. Maybe they'll be happy for a bit, but Pantheon will move towards making things more accessible and they'll start complaining and they will leave and try to find something else. So They are not people that you can really please and they're not the people that are going to be funding you generally. So I look at a game like, and, and it really, it was, there were some aspects that I really, it was the support that it didn't get. Cause I think it would still be up and running right now was Wildstar, right? Wildstar pointed mm-hmm. at the, Hey, we want to make grouping important again in, in MMOs, right? That was their big thing. Some aspects yeah. of it were a little, a little a little rough like hey 40 man raids like yeah maybe not that maybe <laughs> maybe yeah but other parts of it were good and really fun because I, I played wild start launch and i i still now kind of miss wild start like it was really int- like it was a sci-fi game it, it ticked all the boxes it was fun the classes were super interesting like a healer that shot you to heal you like because it's like my gut and my my bullets are wounded healers <laughs> like it's just it has yeah really- we had that before yeah i know and and, and Swotor had it, but it was fun. Like it's, it was fun to see. And like, um, yeah, Vanguard had it. Uh, Vanguard had a long but, time ago. Uh, it also had the engineer as a tank, uh, which was cool. Like it was a ranged tank because uh, your 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 robot did the tanking, but you did the damage from afar. Like it held the aggro, but you did the thing. Which I know in WoW you kind of sort of do that, but not really. Like it really was not a tank. Um, so it did a lot of cool, it ticked a lot of boxes. It just didn't get support from the like the over, you know, the uh I think it was NCSoft. I think NCSoft dropped them. Mm-hmm. Um which But again, what, that usually comes down to funding. Well, yeah, and right? lo- if you don't have enough paying customers, you don't have a game that you can continue making. And some uh, companies are a little bit more angsty about that than others ncsoft being notorious about it yeah and it really um, it, it, from my understanding and and i remember some of the devs post like you know once they could talk about it or whatever the, the <laughs> like some of it seems like when news later got out it was like less of the money it was more of the we you know we're just going to shut you down <laughs> so, which, which is it's usually a money thing though right it, like it, usually, it's not it might not be that you're not making money but it might not it might just be you're not making us enough money that enough. we want to keep you around yeah uh, which is sad. 
So it's because yeah. you know, uh, and and I think it's fair to say both between I, I can I think I can speak on Quentin's behalf too when I say this. I think both of us are on the side of we you know neither one of us want to see an MMO shut down uh, because you and because we're we're both proponents for keeping gaming a lot like any in any form right like gaming should be around because it is an art mm. form and losing something that is something like that like yes not, and no yeah. <laughs> no you don't <laughs> like you so, know <laughs> i agree with you about the art form piece i do not this is going to be a spicy take it is going to be a spicy take i I'll don't believe that companies should have to indefinitely run mmos Really? Caveat. Okay. Caveat. I believe when companies shut down an MMO, they should make these servers available for fans to run them privately. I 100% agree. Okay. So, yeah, so we're, we're, we're I don't, on the I same don't page. think that a company should be able to shut no. down and just like everything's gone. But once the company is no longer able to do anything with it, release it so that some other random people can do it. Yeah. Of course, and that, I think that's where we both agree. I don't. I don't think a company should be forced into, because right, like the, the I'm not. I agree with you. Like money is going to be like the be all end all for a company, right? Like, right. you know, what does it cost to keep the servers running? Is it worth for them to keep it if they're if they know that hey, if you tell the community, hey, there's not going to be any more updates, right? Where yeah. versus you give it to the community, and the community is like, hey. We're we're gonna keep the game running, and then they might like they might actually create their own content and for the mm -hmm. for the game. Like uh, a good example is Star uh, not Star Wars Silver Republic, but Star Wars. Um, what's the original Star Wars MMO? Galaxies. Galaxies. <laughs> so so there's <laughs> a Star Wars like, there's Star Wars Galaxies uh, fan servers out there, right? That are creating yep. their own expansions, and and they've added farming. Like they are they're adding things that the original game never had. Yeah. And, you know, people, you know, and then, it, you know, do you have to pay sub? No, but do you, if you want to donate for, for, to them to keep the servers up and running and for people for their time, absolutely. That Those are people who are passionate about a game. And I think that's, that's great. Right. Um, and we are getting dangerously close to anime talk at this point. <laughs> um, so... Going going back to the MMOs becoming less multiplayer aspect. <laughs> the uh, I mean, be, 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 so we we I think we we covered like the reasons you know why the companies are doing it, but clearly there's a reason why people are doing less together, right? Not necessarily not always necessarily the I don't have time to to wait for other people like. We, we truly know people that do not want to play with others completely, like at all. Like that's all they want to do is like, like the like the idea of a the large scale RPG, but just want to don't want to do anything with another person. So yeah. It, it, and my question is, why not play? I, and I guess it could, it depends on the brand, right? Like if you're playing, if you're a Final Fantasy fan, you might want to play Final Fantasy 14 because it's a Final Fantasy story, right? And you hear, hey, this is the best J, like this is the best mm -hmm. Japanese RPG storyline in the last 10 years. You may not have interest in playing with other people in an MMO aspect, just playing for the story. I totally get that. Yep. Uh, same for Elder Scrolls, right? Like, hey, this is if you're an Elder Scrolls fan, this is uh, everything Elder Scrolls prior to Skyrim 500 years in the past. Oh, yep. okay, different era of of Elder Scrolls, World of Warcraft, same thing. Like, hey, this is everything after the Third War. Uh, you know, this is you know you're you're gonna eventually fight Arthas. Now you're gonna go like you know it's it's the continuation of the story of the original games. Mm -hmm. It's it's the games that and Star Wars: The Old Republic, of course, is is all like you're, you're it's a choose your own adventure, right? Like you you could choose to be good or bad as a Jedi, or good or bad as a Sith, or you know mm -hmm. you do and each class has its own specific storyline. Um, so I can understand those games, but the games that I don't get. <laughs> If we if we go off the original list of this of this thing, even though they have aspects, mm -hmm. uh, the ones I don't understand are games like 
I mean, I know Rift has a storyline, uh, and I know that the, the questing can be done solo. Uh, but there are aspects of Rift. Like, I know we were talking before about it before uh, we turned it on. Like, you know, Rift's dungeons, and you had to group up for that. There was no option to do that. Um, granted, yes, do you need? I don't think you need to do the dungeons to level. Like, you continue to do the the quests. Mm-hmm. I don't. Think, I don't think any questing area was. It's not like Final Fantasy where it's like you have to do right. the dungeon where you could just keep – it's kind of like World of Warcraft where you can just keep pushing along. Um, Optional content. Yeah. Uh, Lord of the Rings Online. I haven't played enough of Lord of the Rings Online to know if you need to do, I don't think you Same. do. I think you can just do the storylines there. Um, and to be, to be fair, Lord of the Rings Online is very – uh, sort of Lord of the Rings, on, Lord of the oh my god, Lord of the Rings Online. I'm boy, that's gonna butcher me. <laughs> Lotro, I'm just gonna say Lotro, Lotro. save yeah. myself. Uh, I know a lot of their storylines. Um, you know, you could do it in a group, you could do it solo. So there is an mm-hmm. aspect of that. I know, and the stories are very good. Like they're very like Tolkien esque, and I know Tolkien, uh, t- the the. Not Tolkien himself, but Tolkien the 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 uh, the the family, I think, mm-hmm. signed off on a lot of Lotro uh, storylines and stuff like that. So, like a lot of it, you know, not necessarily canon, but uh, it is written in similar. It's similar, and it's it's written with in in good faith of the thing uh, of the uh, the franchise. So. Um, other ones on here, I just don't like destiny too. Well, and that's where we start getting into some like murky territory. Destiny two isn't really massively multiplayer. It is multiplayer and online, but it is still fairly smallly instanced. It it is technically kind of MMO ish, Ish. but it is much more lobby based. Yeah. And same with Neverwinter. That's also probably similar to like Fortnite even. During an instance, it's yeah. FPS. The only difference is PvP. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder though. I haven't, and I haven't touched the new Destiny stuff. So I, I wonder mm-hmm. how much instance. I mean, I know the planets are. Yeah, I have no age, idea now. So it's hard. It's like, hard to say. But you know, we know Destiny has raids. We know Destiny has PvP. Yep. That's all group content. I mean, I know for the yep. raids. And strikes. The strikes, I, and you don't necessarily need to know the people who you're doing that stuff with. Does yep. it help? Yes, probably. <laughs> the ability to communicate with other people during those things does help. Uh, you know, New World does have dungeons, and eventually we'll have raiding, yep. right? So, like right now, you don't need. Like I know it's very PvP focused, um, and to do some of that PvP is probably better to be able to communicate with people, but you don't necessarily need to do it, right? Like, and a lot of the right. the quests in New World are like, "Hey, go fishing," or "Hey, do this," which is very nice. It's very chill. Uh, Neverwinter, uh, which is based on D anD D, so weird. But yes, you yep. can you can solo some of that uh, and solo some of the dungeons. But you know, again, that you want to party up for some other aspects of it. Elder Scrolls Online, again, uh, dungeons are a thing you can group together. Uh, to do you can almost solo some of them. You can almost you can solo some of them if you're strong enough. Yes, um, I almost did. Uh, I wasn't strong enough. Well, Guild Wars Two for sure. Like I think Guild Wars Two is very solo friendly. Very solo friendly. So, again, it has dungeons and raids. You need people to go and do those, but you can you find people to do those. Like it's not yeah. uh, a little more dated. It doesn't have an automatic dungeon finder. RuneScape <laughs> is on this list. And I will say, yes, RuneScape is... You could solo RuneScape, but if I remember the, at the time I played RuneScape, there were aspects of RuneScape, much like, I think, EverQuest, where you needed... Well, yeah, it's because they came out around the same era. You need some. You need somebody. <laughs> at some point. <laughs> yeah, probably a therapist. Yeah, well... <laughs> it's still popular. I don't... All right. I know. That's, that's a different talk for a different day. But... So, like, and I think part of this ultimately comes down to, especially as gamers, we tend to separate online and offline games a lot, right? If a game is online, it is an online game, mm-hmm. right? That is all that it's about. 
if it's an offline game, it's an offline game. We don't talk about it being offline. We just say it is a quote single player experience. Yeah. But we put so much emphasis onto the fact that these games are online that we also kind of forget that these are also just games. Mm-hmm. Right? You can go and play Dark Souls completely single player, but it's also online and you can get invaded at any time. You can go and play through the entirety of World of Warcraft single player, but at any time you might see another player happen to run by you. There's not really a fundamental difference in these two pieces except for how we perceive the game and the fact that you need to be connected to the internet for one of them. So with that, like, is there much of a difference from someone wanting to play Final Fantasy XV, which is single-player offline, and someone wanting to play Final Fantasy XIV, which is an MMO and online? You do have to pay for that one, so probably not the best description. So let's say... uh, Elder Scrolls Online versus Skyrim. There you go. Elder Scrolls Online versus Skyrim. You play Skyrim, and there is a uh, Skyrim Online mod as well. So I mean, can still do it the other way too. But you play Skyrim, you play through it all. It's really cool. You go, you say, hey, like there's Elder Scrolls Online. You can play that as though all the other people are just NPCs and you don't care. Yeah, true. I mean, I've done that. <laughs> like, and did it change my experience of it? No. I mean, yes, we did not get that social piece, which I think that's a, that's a whole topic after this, but I don't think there's anything different from approaching a, a, a single-player game than approaching a multiplayer game in that aspect. With one exception is that I do think there's a difference between game modes. So, for example, if I'm playing through an RPG, that is still an RPG. If I am playing something that is competitive and player versus player, that is still player versus player. Mm-hmm. I would not say that something like Elder Scrolls is equivalent to Call of Duty. But I would say that something like Guild Wars 2 PvP can be equivalent to Call of Duty. Because they're both online, they're team-based, they're player versus player. There's somebody playing Call of Duty right now that's like, no! (laughs) (laughs) Well, obviously, Guild Wars 2 has a much friendlier community than Call of Duty. Granted, the player versus player community is a little bit less friendly than the average Guild Wars 2 community. But... Completely different topic. I, I think these things are a lot more analogous to each other than we give them credit for. And we typically focus a lot on MMOs, but there are other games that are not quite MMOs that have very similar feelings. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, uh, the Diablo series, the StarCraft series. Both of these, way back when, they're not MMOs. You go into a game, Grim Dawn is another one. You go into a server that someone creates. You go... You play through your story. You might do stuff together. You might play it solo. Did anyone call Diablo an MMO? No. Was it still equivalently, effectively very similar to the MMOs that we play today? Yes. It is more, again, that lobby-based system that Destiny is also like. Yeah, I mean, it really is. I mean, it really is. So in that sense, I think MMOs and single-player games are kind of um, converging. It's not that MMOs are becoming more solo. MMOs are becoming more accessible. Single-player games are becoming more uh, like multiplayer, per se. Like not, they're still single-player games, but a lot of games are trying to start to include some sort of multiplayer or social aspect. Because what both sides would see is that when you include that social aspect you get significantly more engagement into your systems and also retention in terms mm-hmm. of business speak, just meaning that people want to play your game and they'll play it longer. So then with, with the aspect of like the two slowly merging or melding, the concepts. Converging. They're going towards each other. They won't, I don't think they'll ever truly mix. Oh, they're like oil and water. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of. Add, add an acid and emulsify them. <laughs> They'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. If you emulsify them, they can kind of blend together. It's actually a relatively good analogy. Um, unfortunately. Uh, They're kind of like mayo. You know, and I, and I, and I know, like, maybe this will be a future bonus. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> 
<laughs> you just yeah, no, like all right, well. <laughs> Western MMOs are like mayo. Yeah, Western. There you kind go. of blend everything together, and if you let it sit, it gets really bad. But also, sometimes they're just kind of white and bland. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, sorry, you're making a point. Uh, and, I, and I think this is probably more for like a future bonus round because it's a, so it's a different topic because we know there are games out there that are mm-hmm. focusing on the opposite. Like, and I wouldn't say truly focus, like fully focusing on the opposite of it because there are going to be our aspects of solo play in these games. I just, I just don't know what, the, I mean, I, I don't have access to them yet. I mean, I do have access to Embers of Drift if I really want to go plug myself into that and see what the <laughs> hell's going on over there. But Pantheon Online, right? I don't have access to the game, so right. I can't do... They're out the, during the alpha test and what that looks like. And then it's still early, right? Like, I can't... Like, what the alpha shows me and what the what it launches with are going to be two very different things. So right. I know what they're saying, and I, and I, you know, I do like the concepts of what, like, Pantheon is saying. And... You know, I, I you know, there's there's aspects of okay, there's some old school and some new school in here, and I kind of dig that. Like, uh, you know, and and you know, I, I, the the game director is a big fan of Legend of Zelda and like the exploration of of what Zelda brought to the table and wants to bring that back into MMO, which is good. I uh, that's all good things, right? Like, I think you and I both like games where it's like, oh, the world's living and there's things to see and explore and what's hidden under that rock. It could be anything, and um, right. But that's and, not tied to multiplayer. It's not. That's not tied to multiplayer. The, the right Guild Wars Two still has one of the best exploration systems oh, I've seen in sure. MMO. Oh, for sure. And uh, but it is know, extremely solo friendly. Yeah, you don't need to be in a party to do any of that. So. I have not. I have not done any group content. I have been in groups and wide scale content, but I have not actually done group content. So I've been playing it a lot. I. I so that's that's always going to be like what what does the party system look like? I, I, I'm I, sure I did do a little. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's what does the party system look like, and, what, and like how much right. is is that like required? Like, hey, if you want to go questing, like, are you forced to party up because it's going to be hard? Right, and I, and we talked about this a bit pre-stream as well. I think that even if Pantheon releases and all these other games that are trying to cater to players who want an extremely social experience that want to be, have that forced upon the population. I have a feeling that even if they do launch with that type of content, they will also start to converge towards that more accessible, more solo-friendly view, just because that is by nature what, one, their player base is going to want. And two, it, it just it makes more sense to have your game be more accessible to more people. Yeah, I, I, like, I guess I, that's the whole living world piece, right? Of any sort of massively online game, you mm-hmm. want it to feel alive. You go into World of Warcraft, you go into any of the like the original low level zones, they are dead. They are silent. There is no one there except maybe a few bots. Hello. <laughs> you go to the late. Absolutely brand new cities, they will be swarming with players. Mm-hmm. I haven't touched this game in a few years. I still believe that's going to be the case. Final Fantasy is different because all of the cities, there's very few of them. But again, if you try to wander around like Gridania, for example, East Shroud, West Shroud, they're relatively empty as opposed to the latest zones in Endwalker. Yeah, that's true. The cities are different than the zones for sure. Because if you go through the zones, right. dead. You go to the cities, bustling. Because people like AFK look, there and dance. Yeah, and they're social hubs, right? Like they go there to play music and do whatever. Like that's that's where Wait, that it, happens. So not even that though. Like there is only so many places to go. Mm-hmm. Right. Each expansion has added one new city hub area. Well, two new new two new hub areas. Two, right. Typically the introductory city, and the end city. Mm-hmm. So like Heaven's Word, for example, we had Ishgard at the beginning, Idleshire at the end. Yep. We had... Um, Kugane and Ralgar's Reach. Mm-hmm. I know... So like, like I, it, I, those were the, the hopping places for the expansions. I, and it's funny because I, I went there the other day. Uh, I went to um, Crystal. Um, I want to say Crystal Tower, but that's not the right name. Uh, 
the the main the first city that you get to in Shadowbringers. Um, why can't I think of the name of it? <laughs> uh, that city and the crystal crystalarium. No, the crystarium. Yeah, crystarium. So, oh boy. Yeah, I knew it was like crystal something. Uh, crystarium. Oh, that dead. Very pretty. It's empty now. Dead. But yeah. I don't. I still don't understand why. I, I don't know if I. It, it's. I think Gilmore it's is more popular. Gilmore, yeah, Gilmore uh, is way more popular. Uh, uh, still, uh, Lumzilamins up popping, you know, popping yep. as always. But I think the, the, one of the reasons being is because to do any sort of like world travel or travel between the zone, like the the worlds, you have to be at those three main cities. So that's part of that. Even without that, though, they've always been very popular, and I think that's just because they are the only place to access so many utilities at once. That's also true. You have all of your crafting trainers, your class trainers, you have your market boards, your uh, guild access, your FC access, your GC access. All of that is in one convenient place. There is nowhere else in the world you can access all of that at once. Your house doesn't have access to some things. Your guild hall doesn't have access to some things. Other cities don't have full access to everything. The main central hubs do. So, and you're also familiar with them. Trying to figure out how to get around certain places near impossible if you haven't been if you're not familiar with them. I love watching new players trying to figure out how to get around Limsa and Ulda because both are extremely confusing to new players. Uh, and, so, it's true, uh, <laughs> but when you've been there and you've played through all of the expansions, by that time you know both of those cities or yeah. whatever one you happen to to be around a lot. Like you're familiar with it. Yeah. <clears throat> Old Dot is probably one of the easier ones to figure out, I think. Just because it's like half circle, half circle. On the other side, half circle, half circle. <laughs> you say uh, that, but because there's so many layers, people get really confused. Well, same one with Old Dot. Like, Old Dot is pretty simple until you get to that middle part, and then there's all the layers, and people don't get, get confused. Grudania, easy. North, or like old, new, no layers. Yeah, until you until you're running around and you're like, which gate can I go through? No, all right, run back. I mean, that's that's less confusing because there's only like two gates out and one you can only unlock at level thirty. Not if you're a new person that you're running around. And you're like, Woof, I'm at the gate again. <laughs> I mean, yes, but the map is you can follow along on the map pretty easily in Gridania as opposed to Limsa and because because you have the levels right. You have to figure out. Okay, wait, I need to get to that point. Gridania, you just you just follow the you just look on the map and see how to get from A to B. Limsa, you have to go for you go to try to go to that point, but then it's not the actual point. You have to figure out which staircase you need to take. You need to go up. You need to go down. Oh, I accidentally zoned to the other one. It's yeah. a whole thing. Yeah, they made that easier now. They've updated. <laughs> they have, but it's still worse than Gridania. So our our tip is you know start start starting Gridania starting Gridania. <laughs> Then but, move to Limsa because Maelstrom's the best. But yeah. uh, the the other point on this was that uh, is it, uh, and, and this I think this is Susan uh, like when Susan listens to this I think this is actually her question is like is it just <laughs> that older players don't have time to be involved in an MMO? Absolutely. I but Mike, then why do they give so much money to games like Pantheon and Embers Adrift? Like. Clearly, there's a there's like there's somebody out there that wants to play those games, right? There's still people that play EverQuest and raid in EverQuest, right. And never left EverQuest. So it's not that those people don't exist. I believe they are just a significant minority in the community, a very loud and vocal one, but also a minority. <laughs> if you look at the number of people that go and play a lot of these games, like even look at New World, a lot of these people go in and they just they go and play when they have time. They go and do a little bit here, a little bit there, because they they can. And that game had a absolutely abysmal launch because yeah. there's a lot of things that did not go well. Uh-huh. I mean, even the current launch, there are things that are still absolutely completely broken. I don't have an achievements window. What? <laughs> How did you not get one of those? <laughs> have you opened your achievements window? Yeah, mine, sir. <laughs> you have achievements. Because mine all show like cannot find string or something, oh, some weird error. I don't know what yep. that is. Yeah, mine's fine. Yeah, no, that's still broken. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, it, it was someone reported that problem long before, like way back when, and it, nope, it's still broken. I never played it back then, so it's definitely not a legacy thing. Oh man, 
That's weird. But, like uh, I opened mine the other day and I was like, oh, look at that. I'm just, there's some achievements I can't find. I know they exist, but I can't find them. Yep. But, I, but I, that's just maybe, I don't know where they're at on the list of things. Like, Yeah, that's an accessibility th- yeah, thing. Yeah, that's, that's more like uh, where I would think it would be. It's not there. <laughs> so. um, I, I think part of it to me as well is right. Like, yeah, I, I think, yes. The people and, and and I I and I'm gonna be real honest and I would think a lot of those games like Embers of Drift, Pantheon, I mm-hmm. think they're planning on smaller communities, right? There, there's no way they're planning. Oh, like we want, like they have to have the reality of like to be successful, we need to at least hit this goal, and it may be we need to have at least a a, a player base of I don't know, let's say. I'm going to pull a number out of, out of the air and say that's the uh, 20,000, right? Let's say 20,000 people is mm-hmm. the goal we need to have to be successful, right? And, like, that's with – I know Pantheon is charging uh, a monthly sub, and so I think Embers of Drifts is charging. But they say, hey, you know, to just to keep it running and to create content for the game, this is what we need to be successful and, and hold people's attention and whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, and – they may see that, right? Like they're they're getting money. Uh, Pantheon more so, right? Because like streamers like Co Carnage now have uh, stepped outside of like, hey, I kickstarted this to now I am a full fledged like I have invested a large sum of money into this game. I am now one of the like investors, right? Like mm-hmm. like Co made that announcement was two months ago now. I want to say. And now he's one of the full, like, full, like full-fledged investors in the game, which is scary, right? Because like, he just makes his money off streaming, right? Like, that's all. Like, he's a content creator, like, and I, I'm sure he's like, and and for those like, Co Carnage, Quentin and I, I, like, through through weird means, like, Quentin and I loosely know Co because Co before Co was popular, you know, he was around when EverQuest Next was. A thing that was happening. Yeah, yes, code would show up to ever 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 cast streams and stuff. But because yeah, the name definitely sounds familiar. But yeah, I guarantee if you saw him. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I'm familiar yeah. with him from Pantheon. Yeah, Pantheon, yeah. Like it, it, I so, just don't remember him from EverQuest Next. Yeah, like, so, like I vaguely vaguely remember. It was just Co and Chat. So you know, yeah. so he as. You know, he's one of the people that want, like, is like, hey, listen, like, I want the next iteration of what that is and what does that look like and, and like, putting his money. So there is an audience there. The question is, like, how big is that audience and, you know, who's going to do it the best and to the ability they have within the the technology and money they have to do it with. Um, I, I'm, again, this is a, I'm interested in this because I like, those sorts of games, I like the idea of like let's party up and do that. I know those they take more time, but they also are slower in some aspects too. I think you would agree with that, right? They're still slower in a lot of ways. Um, where Final Fantasy, you can log in, or well, even World's War, it doesn't matter. Like pick a newer MMO, you can log in for thirty minutes and accomplish sometimes a lot, <laughs> like sometimes a lot of things. Uh, and those games, it's like, all right, I, I may need to spend like an hour in this game to get one thing done, which doesn't seem like a lot. But then it's like what, you know, the time spent might be, you know, it, it takes a little bit more, but you get a little more out of it versus like, oh, at 30 minutes, I got some tomes. Right, cool. I'll do that again tomorrow. I'm done. Uh, or I'll set out my my subs and make 500, you know, 500,000 gil. Uh, <clears throat> and that's all I'm going to do today. Uh, so I don't know, man. Like it's a, it's a weird future. Like it's, I, 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 it's something I want to like, it's just, I will, I think you and I will always just kind of look and see how the, the evolution of the MMO series happens. But also I think at the same aspect, it's sort of scary. Like, <laughs> like I hate to be that person, but it, like, I think like, like the future of it was, it's a little, it's a little scary because we don't know what it's going to look like. You know, we we look at games like Ashes of Creation, right? Camelot Unchained. Uh, is that still happening? <laughs> is that a thing that's still going on? Uh, Polya, which is a farming sim animal, like open world. Like, I, I, and I say open world, very like it's a very small world, but still like open world exploration, 
Animal Crossing. Like, so it's like Animal Crossing, but in an MMO fashion. Like, I that I could see that being kind of popular, right? People really like the idea of Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. And like the last Animal Crossing game had the online aspect and people loved visiting other people's islands. So, you know, the idea of like there's this middle hub world where you do all your quests and everything and then get all gather all your resources and then go back because I played the uh, the little I can talk about. <laughs> uh, like, where, you know, uh, you know, this, this world that you can go and build in. I gotta be, I got when I, I'm talking about this in a very specific way. Sorry. I'm under (laughs) NDA. Uh, so the way you play that game and, and the way the the aspect is, is very similar to animal crossing and Stardew Valley, uh, in, in, in its mix and like how it's played and the tasks you do. Uh, that's probably as much as I can say without being like sued. So, so, uh, so it's games like that. I think, you know, will be, um, you know, looking like, Hey, this is, this is still solo friendly, but still pushing, you know, group content in a different way. Right. Like it's not something where, Oh, we have to raid and do a dungeon. It's more like, Oh, you, you want to, pick potatoes like you know what i'm saying like <laughs> it's, it's something like that or you know like there's a uh oh, man i forgot the name of the company uh they make oh man what do they make uh they make PUBG, but i can't think of the other game they make an mmo as well i can just go look up PUBG real quick and yeah and tell you the name of the professor is uh, uh, uh. oh Crafton. Uh, that does not sound right. It's not Crafton. Who? No. Who owns this? That, that is who makes that. 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 Yeah. I was say they, they, they've changed owns owners. Then they must have changed owners because I don't remember running a Crafton. <laughs> yeah. No. That's yeah. It was something else before. Oh, uh, boy. All right. Whoever owned them before, I know, is making a new <laughs> game called. I could just look up the new game. Uh, it's called like LLL. Uh, I'm not kidding. I don't know what that stands for. Uh, <laughs> they didn't really. That is not what it stands for. Get out of here. Uh, it, it was Tencent before. Te- uh, well, Tencent overall is the major company that owns it. Yeah. Um, NCSoft. Oh, boy. Why did that not? <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't work with NCSoft. Yeah, no, yeah. A PUBG did was uh, originally over NCSoft. Was uh, it? Yeah, yeah. Sure was. Um, so LLL is like looking to be like a new like de- uh, Destiny 2, like Destiny 2 sort of game, except it's set in like a post apocalyptic uh, Korea. Uh, so uh, also, there's a weird like arm worm. I don't know. You should probably look at the trailer, it's weird. Uh, <laughs> I don't see it on any of their studios. Who's doing it? Uh, it's, let's see. The dev, the dev, uh, well, the big question, like the dev, like everybody in, like who watched the trailer, it's actually in the trailer. The dev is like, oh, what if we merge shooters and MMOs? But that's been done before. I don't understand. That's been done multiple times. I, like, I, it's not anything new. I don't. <laughs> uh, Planet Side 2, the second one, not the first one. Planet Side 2, two. just had its 10th year anniversary. Like it, Defiance was a shooter MMO uh, that merged with the TV show. It really sure very did. interesting concept. Did uh, not plan go out as as it planned. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't feel like this is linked to PUBG at all. It's not. Uh well, not anymore. Like the game itself is not linked to PUBG. It's just uh I don't see any reference to them in PUBG. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll figure that out later. <laughs> that part yeah. I'll figure out later. Anyway, uh, Project LL, uh, it looks like, you know, small party makeup. It looks like similar to Destiny where I think it's like a max of what, four, like you and three other people, so four together. Mm-hmm. At least that's what I saw. It could be more. Um, the trailer didn't really go into like specifics. It was more like, here's some gameplay and here's a weird like cinematic piece at the end that showed like a, uh, arm, I, I'm not kidding you. I, the best way I can describe it to you is armworm. I don't know what. 
It's it mm, looks arm like worm. yeah. Well, uh, man, again the warm. Uh, I warm. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I posted a picture of it. You can kind of see arm worm. Like it's it te- it tears through that. I understand part. it, but it was it's not what I was thinking. No. Yeah. <laughs> see, it's arm. Like this is closer to like a flesh golem. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> except it's a worm. It's it's got worm-like qualities, or or a snake, but uh, it's more worm-like. Uh, so this is a centipede, but with hands. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's terrifying. Either way, it yeah. also rips the person's psyche. So you know, <laughs> fun. Um, well, it's got the hands to do it. Yeah. Uh, okay, it's from the Blade and Soul developers. So you know, leave. One, uh, okay. Yeah, leave one game to die. Then. <laughs> it's all in Seasoft. So. Uh, but, uh, so I, I don't know. Like I, I, I'm curious about the future, right? Like I, clearly there are games and there's a, there's an audience for games that want more like, and I commend them like, right. Like I, I don't think you and I, I, well, I, I shouldn't be for you on that one, but I commend them, right? I commend those so, games trying to, to develop with multiplayer in, in, in the forefront of things. Um, and it can't can't hurt. <laughs> I think it can. I, I think mean, it, it detrimental. I think there's a lot of people that will be put off of Pantheon. One because of the high strict group requirements that they're trying to promote, and two because of the community that surrounds that. They tend to be, and this is from experience seeing this community through multiple games, tend to be very elitist, and tend to be very insular in that. If you are part of that group that really enjoys that social piece, that grouping piece, you will be accepted. But if you are one of those people that like, oh, I can only play for like 15, 20 minutes, and you try to join into them, they don't really like that. They want you to be able to also dedicate a lot of time to things. Yeah. Which is why I still think that all of these games will eventually slowly converge into a very accessible, solo-friendly game. Or they will not often to obscurity. I, it, it, yes. Like I, I, but a lot of these games, I mean, a lot of other games do too. Like when, you know, when's the last time Rift was mentioned in mainstream anything. True. Right? It's, you know, it's, you know, it, but, yeah, but, but I think it's more of a, a guarantee. Like if they want to try to become more mainstream and they're not going to become big, no one is ever going to hit wow's 20 million oh, players ever no. again. No, no one will ever come near to that new no. <laughs> ever, and not because of lack of. There's a whole other. There's a slew of reasons why that. But we won't get into that. They will not hit a sustainable number of players, is what I should probably say. Yeah. If that is going to be their sole focus, I mean, let's and we you know a good example, and we can point at it because it's recent and it's within the last year, right? A good example of that is what New World, right? Like New World's player base was at twenty thousand, right? Concurrent players yep. at one point, and that was sustain. But that was sustainable for New World, right? That was enough to say, "Hey, listen, we're going to shut down some servers, we're going to merge some other Ooh. ones." But the game it wasn't could- sustainable. I, they kept the game up, right? But if it wasn't sustainable in the sense that they knew that if they continued as they were, it would have crashed and burned. Oh, for sure. Yeah, they I'm knew not... that they needed to fix a bunch of stuff before, like, in order to become sustainable. And that's why oh, they did that. They shut down servers and they like consolidated and they tried to do all of those things because they had to do all those fixes. They couldn't sustain at their current pace. No. And now they believe they have enough fixes in order to maintain that population. Yeah, but... Like, they made a lot of those fixes early on. Like, yes, now they've released new content. Like, the, of course, always on the back of new content, more people flock to your game, right? Because it's fresh. Always. So, like, like especially we're like, hey, we're releasing fresh start servers and everybody's going to start out, like, there's not going to be anybody with, like, hella gold or whatever like you know like nobody's gonna start off with you're not running you're all starting the rat race at one time right that's so the popularity right. of that launches it was and it very smart of them to not launch those two like the expansion or not the expansion but the the patch drop and the launch of the fresh air was two separate dates and they were separated by maybe three or four weeks which is very smart because you don't want to feel do like they should have swapped those or I, I think i still think that they should have done those simultaneously at least parts of them i i 
part of me agrees and part of me disagrees. I think they needed to make sure that the the expand the the large area that they dropped launched flawlessly first before they launched Fresh Start. Um, and I get if it. it's just a large area, then I can agree with that. Yeah, it was a very large but area. But like, all of it, the other changes, any of the quality of life stuff, and any of that, that no, they that, could have launched their fresh. They launched at the that, same time. They did. They launched all that at the same time. All the new starting area revamp and all that all launched at the launch of Grimstone Stands, or so that all launched together. Just the Fresh Start servers launched at a different date. No, no, that's what I mean. They should have launched the Fresh Start servers with all of those changes and then launched the big zone later. Oh, yeah. Right? I, some people wanted that too, but I think you have to you I, have to give something to the players that were have been playing this whole time. They're not going to care if they have to wait an extra two or three weeks. Oh, they, they Honestly, they've been playing this long. <laughs> they won't matter. They won't care if they have to wait an extra few weeks. Like... You just you don't tell them your release date. You if you just told them, hey, we're gonna do the fresh start servers this week, and then three weeks later we're gonna have this new content for you, they'd just be like, Me. okay, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it, it's it's just okay. Like Final Fantasy comes in, Square Enix comes in, and they're like, yeah, so patch six point two five is gonna be dropping this day, and everyone's just like, cool. I, I Damn have to, it! I can't play my stuff on Monday. So I, I have to say, I think they went a little. I, I agree with you, but I think part of it was that fresh start wasn't. I don't think that was their plan until the community was like, "Be cool if we get some fresh starts," <laughs> and they were like, "Okay." Like I, that's, I, I, I think they relented. I think that what happened was is that they saw an interest in it, and a lot of the community was like, "Yeah, that'd be dope," right? And then yeah. there, and then when, what happens was is what like the buzzword happens on Twitter. Well, you know, rip and. <laughs> If, by the way, if this comes out, Twitter's gone. <laughs> Don't go looking for it. But uh, uh, you know, there's there was people like oh, for historical context. Twitter was a massive. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> for you kids that find this podcast airs later, Twitter was a place where you know you know people microblogging. Yeah. <laughs> And it, In other words, old angry man yells at cloud, but can now do that online without having to yell, without having to go outside, like, and with and, 280 characters or so. And post a gif of a cloud. <laughs> and post a gif of a cloud. With some emoji just for extra spice. And then join some alt-right groups and just, anyways. <laughs> oh, Twitter is a whole big flaming mess. Hashtag shitty cloud. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, like, I think it, it was like an all whole, the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, everybody was like, oh, hey, but it, again, it's, it's a, you know, what is sustainable? What is going to the future? I, I think ultimately right. again, like, it, I think the future of MMOs is just whatever the developers are going to make of it. Like, I don't, we, we don't know what's going to happen. Right. Like, uh, six months from now. Oh, I'm pretty confident in my, my guess. You know, oh, I, I, I think you're it's right. the evolution. Yeah. yeah like it, I, I, it's, I, it's exactly like crab. <laughs> the, evolution the, always ends up coming back to crab. <laughs> Everything converges to crab. Every, MMOs, all of her, they, all they're the, all going to converge. But Quentin, very eventually, eventually the crab bucket happens, and then that's a problem. <laughs> No, because then we just have crab rave. No, but have you seen? Have you? I mean, do you know the concept of a crab bucket? Because I told Susan the concept of a crab bucket, and she laughed. <laughs> the crab bucket is no. if you have too many cup buckets. If you have too many crabs in a bucket, right? All the crabs will try to get out, but you can't all, and they yep. all try to escape at the same time. The problem is that you can't escape the can't, crabs. Cannot escape a bucket, so they all try to, and they sabotage each other by pulling each other down. So, crab bucket. Yeah, accurate. <laughs> yeah. So what's going to happen is that it might end up being that we all already did that. Yeah, <laughs> all these games may try to do the same thing, and that's not necessarily good, right? Like, like the only two thousand six, two thousand twelve, every WoW killer. Yeah, ex- very. <laughs> that's exactly. We did it. this. We did this one time, right? And that was scary. <laughs> we don't want to all do that. All of them eventually converged to crab. We already there. Yeah, proof. yeah, yeah. So, and then what happens is that games like Pantheon are like, hi, and everyone's like, there's something different. <laughs> Susan, Susan isn't listening to this because, of course, we're recording this. But I really feel like this episode should be named "All MMOs Converge to Crab." Uh, yeah, uh, I'll let her know. <laughs> so, show, we'll just, I guess we could just type "show title." <laughs> show title. 
All MMOs converge. I already read it. We're yeah. good. <laughs> Congrats, everyone. You can also hear the behind the scenes you that you get during our lovely uh, record our uh, live shows, too. Yeah. So, Speaking of which, yeah, that's, that's, that's all I have. Yeah, that's all I have, too. I, I, I think this is still new. I think, I, I think that if you're a player that wants more, you know, multiplayer go check out some mm -hmm. of the you know go check out embers adrift go check out pantheon embers adrift is something you can go play right now it's new it's actually launched <laughs> like that's something <laughs> like that's not like pantheon you don't have to like kickstart it like this is that's something you actually if you want to go try that or try try uh, quentin will never say try everquest but if you want to <laughs> try everquest uh, everquest one one yeah I would not recommend that to any new MMO player. Period. No, it is. It is. It is harsh. Uh, there's some. There's yeah, it is. It is not very friendly. If, you, uh, if you've played it before, you can go back and play it. But if you've never played it, it is not an easy game to get into. So it's. It's no, just. Yeah. I would not recommend that. No. Uh, but try maybe try uh, Embers Adrift. That's a newer version of an old game. So, uh, or you know, if you want to try, you know, like. If you're a person that's you know into just newer MMOs and not you're not really and you're trying to break away from solo play, go go make friends. Try like, anything else. Yeah, try to go make. <laughs> <laughs> go 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 download Skyrim and install the MMO go the online. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's your problem solved. So, it's possible. It, it is possible. Thanks, mods. So I, there is one topic that I want to get into. In a future episode. Okay. And that kind of stems from the stuff we've been talking about. So we've talked about this past episode all about how MMOs are kind of becoming more solo-focused and more accessible to a lot of players. Mm -hmm. But we never really touched on why people miss that social piece so much from MMOs. Why are there a large swath of players that want to have forced group content, that want to have that recognition on a server, that want to play with other people and i think that's something that we should dig into next time oh for sure oh yeah for sure so stay tuned yeah you too can have friends <laughs> <laughs> next, next time on mailstrip radio <laughs> bye everybody next time <laughs> uh wait wait we have the we have the amble preamble uh post amble the post sample. Yes. Anyways, this is going to come out at some date in the future. Mm -hmm. uh, if we would love your feedback. Susan has asked you to reach out to us on Twitter or Discord. However, we're not sure if Twitter will still be around. So reach out to us to, uh, on Discord. You can find us at maelstromradio.com slash Discord or send us an email at show at maelstromradio.com. Uh, give us your opinions on why MMOs are solo, why you think that's true, why you think that's false, where you think MMOs might be going in that sense, uh, or if you have any ideas for uh, future bonus rounds. Uh, we'll also still be live on Twitch. Uh, schedule is still up in the air yep. because uh, we have only a couple more episodes this year. Uh, but definitely look, keep an eye on our uh, social media yep. uh, and uh, you'll be able to around. find us. Yeah. 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 You will always be able to find us at maelstromradio.com which will have uh, a link directly to our podcast episodes and we'll have... You'll be able to find us from there through all of our other means, whether it's Twitter, Discord, Twitch, YouTube, or uh, any other social media that happens to uh, strike us. Maelstrom Radio is still not on TikTok yet. One day. <laughs> it's going to be good, bro. <laughs> <Just wait for. laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> all right, all right. All right, well, thank everybody for listening to this uh, Maelstrom Radio bonus round. Uh, and uh, there is uh, another episode in the future, uh, I believe. I think Susan and I are doing that one. <laughs> so there's still another uh, Maelstrom Radio episode somewhere uh, along the lines before the end of the year, and then, uh, oh, yeah. and then uh, we have a couple. Yeah, and then uh, Quentin is uh, when you're. By the time you're hearing this, Quentin's already on on vacation. So uh, most of the future streams. No, I'm not. Oh, you're not. You're not? No, this this is coming out this week, right? No. <laughs> is when it, is this supposed to come out? I thought this was supposed to be for Thanksgiving. Uh, maybe it is. So yeah, you're not gone yet. Mm. Soon. Yeah, no. <laughs> Anyways, at some point I will be on vacation. And uh, this episode may come out the week of Thanksgiving in the US, or it may come out later. It is. It's coming out the week of Thanksgiving. Find this, out and this tell for us. Thanksgiving. 
It's for Thanksgiving. So yeah. So uh, when you're listening to this, uh, maybe do it. I don't know. Maybe do it after you leave Thanksgiving dinner, uh, just in case your weird uncle gets drunk and talks about politics. <laughs> or or if that happens, start bringing up MMO talk. Oh yeah, probably play this at dinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, if your Thanksgiving argument is about my controversial take about how MMOs should not or should be able to shut down uh, as long as they release their servers to open source. Honestly, um, that's not that spicy of a take. I'm with you on that. I think I know, but it, it's kind of a half spicy take. Yeah. A lot of people would be like, no, I don't want to lose all my character. Honestly, the company, uh, agree, the company most companies agree with you on half of it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, like, if, that's the, if that's what you end up arguing over Thanksgiving dinner, much better than anything else you possibly could have. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. it could be worse. You can all, yes, that's after, why we're, we say no. After dinner, everybody logs in and does a raid and... Eats up, meets up in EverQuest 2 and does a dungeon. Honestly, that might be a dope family dinner. So, <laughs> yeah. how about that? After instead of arguing, everybody go play MMOs together. <laughs> Can't you're not lonely when you're playing with your family? Something, something the diesel. Anyway, bye everybody. <laughs> yep. First, you're fighting over uh, Thanksgiving turkey, and next, you're fighting over who's getting that loot drop. Yeah. So. Uh, as he'll see swallows all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't don't fight with grandma. Bye. <laughs> Including the mashed potatoes. Bye. <laughs> Maelstrom Radio is brought to you by MaelstromRadio.com and Blackfire Media. Produced by Flattis Shintier and Susan Sprinkle. Join us live Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash maelstromradio. Send email to show at maelstromradio.com, tweet us at maelstrom underscore radio, or join our Discord at maelstromradio.com slash discord. Views and opinions expressed by our hosts and guests do not reflect the views and opinions of any companies discussed on today's show.